This is Death Before Dishonor. I'm Genesee. My character is Xanatari. She's a good aligned Kalishtar war priest. I'm Daniel. This symbol is renowned for being associated with the Rod of Orcus, the artifact that I'm after. I'm Eric. My, my name is, is Cesar. I was a, a slave worker for the uh, undead armies of Thay for 75 years. And I'm Tinzian. Shall we start this over again? <laughs> One of the beauties of D&D. Can't end the story. Goes anywhere you want it. Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. And I'm totally alone, as per usual. Thanks, mute button. I'm Eric. <laughs> I'm too tired for this shit. <laughs> and I'm the unlife salesman for the Red Wizards of Thay. <laughs> And this is Death Before Dishonor. Today is Friday, November 9th, and this is episode 79 in a weekly series following a group of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons, hosted by the Grey Area Podcast. Tonight, again, as NPCs, Sabre joins us, and we have a new guest, Razor. So, Dungeon Master, I'm going to let you catch us up on where we are currently, and you are a go. Good evening, everyone. The train has already gone fully off the cliff. Not only off the cliff, but it passed Felix Bombarder on his way down to the surface of the Earth from space. Um, so I'm sure we'll be in rare form. In our last episode, uh, the party encountered the kidnappers of uh, Cesar and promptly and efficiently dispatched said threats. However... Uh, Thorn, in his infinite wisdom, and actually later made sense after the episode was over, uh, resurrected via a healing save, um, and was able to stabilize the wizard until, uh, the life of said wizard was again snatched into the thing called, no, we really need to end this damn episode thing. <laughs> nice try! Um, Next so, it was a battle episode. It was good, and again, I would like to thank Krugor very much for his time and the a lot of uh, effort that he put into um, getting his character ready in the weeks prior. I'd also like to offer congratulations to Cesar. Uh, this will be his final week of being in a car uh, while recording, so uh, those in the video feed, and please join twitch.tv slash genesee when we record, and you can Watch the magic happen in real life. Uh, Friday we'll, nights, 10.30 p.m. Eastern. Magical. We'll be able to actually see Cesar uh, in all HD glory. Oh, you know, I kind of like the scary ghost story thing he has happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Sabre, Lord of the Mute Button, I call us forth you. Mm-hmm. Um... That's some pretty uh, impressive sword work that you did uh, in order to cut your way through a fireball in the last episode. Um, do you have any closing comments regarding the previous episode that uh, you may feel that you needed to make? Um, as Thorne kind of jumped in, finished up his portion, I just want to kind of go around the table real quick. Um... No, I guess the only thing, if, if we were going to continue on, she'd probably want to examine the body and look for any kind of sign of where this person came from. Okay. The outfit that the wizard is wearing um, is, well, actually, do you have a, any sort of dungeoneering or streetwise or any sort of talents that would assist you in terms of drow culture? Or are you uh, kind of giving a spitball, hey, what's the guy wearing type deal? Probably an insight more than anything. Yeah, I don't have anything specific. Okay, go ahead. go ahead and roll an insight, and let's see where you get around uh, in terms of a 20 to 20. Mm, 21. Looks like that whatever this wizard is wearing uh, is not heavily travel-stained. Uh, looks like a... I've left from somewhere. I'm not uh, kind of a, a random bandit as it were. Okay. It's taken care of, but uh, we all know that drow culture is not so necessarily kind. <laughs> Putting it mildly. Say, 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 
All right. Um, you find, in addition, you find some random platinum, some gold, a couple gems, uh, some material components, and you do find a spell book. But it's a traveling version, so it's only got maybe 10, 12 pages in it. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, Thorn. Yo. You attempted your healing score skill. You were successful, but uh, the life has expired out of the wizard. Sabre is doing a checkout. Um, anything that you want to try to see that Sabre may have missed, or what would you like to do? Yeah, I'll roll a engineering check against uh, the bodies of the people we killed. Uh, 28. Okay. All of them appear to have uh, on their upper arm, upper left arm, a emblem that's sort of been branded very crudely into the skin, sort of like you do a steer at a cattle ranch. Uh, some sort of crest. Uh, I tell that the, the person or persons that applied these really didn't give that much of a care to you know, the aesthetics of it all. It's more just kind of slapped on there. Um, you do notice that there are... Each of them has a ring. And it's on the index finger. And bears sort of... Uh, it sort of looks like a spider with the legs wrapped around the finger. If that makes any sense. I would like to remove each and every single ring from their hands. Okay. You are able to get nine rings off. Nice. Uh, Furthermore, I would like to do... Now, how can I do this? I'd like to check and see what type of metal these rings are. Um, Is there something that you'd like me to roll for that? Do you have any sort of smithing-type skill... I could do something along the lines of nature or something to identify the metal. Mm, no, probably not so much nature. Do you have any sort of knowledge skills? Engineering, perhaps. Maybe right. insight. Let's, let's go with the dungeoneering. Um, it is a. It's not mithril. And not mithril. Not mithril, and it's not silver. It's some sort of. Uh, sort of like a forged alloy. Unobtainium, got it. So, um, very, very, very solid, like iron, but a hell of a lot prettier than than iron. Alright, uh, I'll pocket those in one of my pouches in my chest piece. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Is Anatari? I'm going to turn to Thorn and say, Thorn, can I see one of those rings? Because I would like to do an arcana check to make sure he's not going to curse himself into oblivion. <laughs> or to make um, sure he does. Or to make sure he does. No one, the world will never know. Um, yeah, I'll take one out. I mean, there, I've got nine of them. Right. So um, I'll press one into her open hand. Okay. Hey, sorry. I have a question for you before you roll. Do you have that um um the drow? Okay. <laughs> yes. Invisible yet? No. I mean, I took it out to show the guy who was um. <laughs> who did you name him after the bull, the minotaur? What was his name? Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro. Yes, I showed it to him when we uh, sure. just to prove we had fought the drow, but I don't have it like visible in myself. Okay. I don't believe anybody else in the party has one of those, do they? A brooch of uh, the drow. No, I've only got um, random pieces of armor. I do not. Okay. 21. Varkana. As you're trying to study this thing, um, wherever you have that brooch stashed away, the finger, the legs of the ring uncurl. And the ring sort of stands up in your hands and then three of the legs sort of splay out forward and the um, 
the ring kneels, the, the spider ring kneels towards the direction of that image and freezes. Well, that's interesting. I'd like to roll a religion check. Oh, by the way, yes, there is magic on that ring. Okay. Do I get an idea of what sort of magic? Is it like a, a death magic or like a communication magic? What kind of... Not a death magic, not a curse magic, since those were the two that you were specifically asking about. It feels like it's either a warding or an unlocking sort of magic. Okay. But there's something else with it, but it doesn't feel inherently like it's going to go off in your hand. Okay. It feels like there is something that could happen with that ring. But you're not holding a live grenade at the moment. Okay. I'm going to roll religion if I can. Uh, 15. Okay. Uh, the serialized spider that is the ring, uh, if you arrange it in a certain way, would look fairly similar to the one that is on the brooch. The brooch is of higher quality. Uh, it may be a symbol of rank, maybe a symbol of station or something like that compared to the ring, but it is definitely emblematic of um, the goddess Loth. Okay. Um, if Thorne would like this back, I will give him back the ring. Otherwise, I would like to move it away from the brooch and see if it returns to its normal shape. Um, do you attempt to pick it up and move it away, or describe to me in detail what you're trying to do? I assume that I have it in my hand, and the palm of my hand, and I have the brooch kind of stashed in one of my uh, pouches. So where it's kneeling, I can see kind of the direction and, and make a guess on what that is. And if I move my hand away from the pouch, I want to see how far away I have to get for it to react. Okay. As you start to pull it away, the ends of the front legs start to curl in a bit, sort of like hooks. Mm -hmm. And you can feel that when you get your hand probably about a foot away from where it was, mm -hmm. and feel it starting to, it's either going to barb you like a fish hook into your hands mm -hmm. with those, or it might be trying to change. Okay, well, at this point, I'd like to grab her other hand, the one that's got the, the ring in it, and pull out a boot knife and lift the spider off her hand before it barbs her or something along those lines. I mean, if it's going to do it, it's going to do it around the knife as opposed to her flesh and... Okay. Thorn? Yep. Um, would you like to make the roll, or should I let somebody else here make the roll? I'm feeling lucky tonight. I'll make the roll. Okay. I would like you to roll a d20 mm -hmm. and add your dex modifier. Good mod. Uh, 14 plus 4 is 18. Okay. Sanitari, mm -hmm. your reflex save. I'm a good reflex. I think this will be okay. 18. Ah, okay. Um... Sabre. Mm-hmm. I would like you to call either um, high numbers or low numbers. And we're going to roll, have you roll a D6. Okay. Into three is low. Four to six is high. Do four to six. Okay. One. <laughs> okay. Um, Xanatari, you suddenly realize that Thorn has a dagger in hand, mm -hmm. sort of obsessed with, not obsessed, but you're paying attention to this ring, and you feel it start to react, but then you see this blade coming in your direct, general direction mm -hmm. from Thorn. Mm-hmm. Now, you have to realize that uh, Thorne was pretty pretty pissy with uh, things up at the top of the portal. Of La course, I landed on him in full armor, and he's still grumpy about it, I understand. He's still, you know, 
could it be that he you know he's he's trying to uh do something about this situation or what what do you what do you think he's trying to do cuz that that dagger is coming in pretty hot and he may or may not have that right blade angle for um considering the way he's reacted upstairs when i felt like i was trying to save him for his own good from falling to his death yet again and uh the general muttering afterwards and basic uh rudeness towards sabre i'm going to assume that he wants to take the ring back because he's very treasure oriented and i'm going to hear him muttering my precious really quiet as he comes toward <laughs> me with a knife and a look and tried to jump back okay do you do you keep your hand level or do you you know grab at any you know what what's my reaction would be to snatch my hand back and i'm gonna have to close my hand it would just be a natural reaction okay thorn mm-hmm i would like for you um to roll a reflex safe please mm-hmm 17. Okay. Well, you got to admit, Xanatari, that Thorn, even though he is, a, you know, a bit of a pain, he does tend to wield daggers pretty decently well. Um, it's kind of sloppy, but as you close your hand, you kind of realize that somehow he's managed to get his blade passing through um, your hand so that you feel the blade resting on the, the flat of your palm, not cutting into your thumb, not cutting into your fingers, but you feel the ring not pressing into your flesh anymore. But you definitely, as, as you know, whether you have your hand closed with the palm up or down, you feel the spider ring pushing against whichever, you know, the toward towards your fingers. Okay. Like it's like it's not you you don't have a good grip on the ring. Okay. So there's no damage for um Thorn's actions. So am I paused with a dagger in between my half closed hand? You you pulled back, you're paused, and there's a dagger dagger blade in in your hand, passing through the the opening. Basically resting on your palm, or between your palm and the ring. So you're sort of like against the blood. I'm going to look at Thorn and raise my eyebrow. Thorn, I'm raising my eyebrow at you. Thorn, rebuttal? Explanation? Um, uh, so, we have, at the moment, um, that thing going off to the side. Cesar. Ah! Hello. Hello. Good evening. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the current. Yes. Uh, what would you like to do while all this nonsense is going on? Oh, well, Cesar's been uh, recently returned to consciousness, mm-hmm. immediately thrust into a, a fight uh, mm-hmm. after a, a boring wait in the darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to reassess his situation, make sure he has everything that he should have. Um, in terms of his gear and sort of make sure that, that he's all in one piece and all of his pieces are in one piece as well. Well, that, that, that is indeed peaceful and Zen-like. However, um, roll a perception check, please. Okay. My perception bonus is 15. So 15 plus... Four, nineteen. Okay. Um, while they all kind of noise is going off onto the side, you, you catch out of the corner of your ear the sound of what appears to be clockwork. Uh, some sort of clockwork device. So not, not like a ticking clock, but more like... An not, orange? Not a, not a ticking clock, but more along the lines of your little bomb robot, bomb disposal okay. robot, something, you know... Ticking gears, things like that. Um... And it sounds like it's dragging something. It's whatever it is is small, but it sounds like it's dragging something. Okay. And it's coming your way from. Uh, I know you've got the sun um, rod out, 
But there's a rock a little bit deeper in down the passageway. It seems like something is going to be coming around that rock. All right. Um, I'm going to... move towards the rock and see if I can slowly sort of work around until I can get a, an, eye, a, an eye on whatever it is. Okay. As you um, approach, you hear this sort of uh, beeping noise mm-hmm. and a tone followed by another series of beeps and a tone. Is it repeating pattern, or do the number of beeps change? Does it like sound like a countdown, or is it just like beep, 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 boop, beep, 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 boop? That's yeah, what I'm picturing. Yeah, kind of like that. There's, there's, there's a repetition. There is something. Okay. Keeps... It is a constant pattern. Okay. Um, and I still can't see anything. It just, it's all whatever it is is in shadow, and it's not casting yep. any light. Yep. It's, but you know, it, it's, it's definitely some sort of small clockwork. Okay. Um, I'm I'm thinking probably half the size of a shoebox, standard shoebox. Okay, just based on the sound. Yeah. Um. Before moving any further, he'd pick up. Uh, would there be like a some like a small rock or something on the ground, and just sort of try to chuck it in the direction of whatever it is. Okay. Um. The rock. You hear it go clang. And the dragging sound pauses for a moment, and the tones, the tone and the beeps that you hear, uh, mm-hmm. become louder. In okay. fact, uh, Sabre, you might actually start to hear whatever this strange sound is. Okay. The, uh, the uh, frequency of the pattern stays the same. It doesn't speed up or anything. It's just louder. It's louder, but it almost sounds more urgent. Okay. Um, just based on the size that I perceive from the sound, uh, he'll, uh, rush forward to try to get it in view. Okay. By the way, as you're doing this, you, you seem to think that it's some sort of, Maybe language. Okay. As you're, as you're doing this. Sure. What you encounter is indeed what appears to be a variant of your bomb disposal robot. Right. And uh, this one is, in comparison to what you make, um, quite a few steps ahead. Okay. And it is dragging something behind it. And it, it, it does indeed appear, the sensor system on it, uh, while crude and uh, pretty basic. You can, mm-hmm. you can eyeball that real quick, but this thing this thing is still some, some pretty good stuff to it. Uh, you get the feeling you're being scanned or observed. Okay. Can... um. Can I see what the something is that it's dragging? Um, appears to be some sort of narrow tube. Probably, I want to say, maybe about a foot and a quarter long. Okay. Like a like a pipe or a tube or something? Um, like a t- cylinder? Yeah, cylinder, a uh, small kind of scroll case type. Okay. Thing. All right, I'll uh, I'll walk up to the machine, and if it's, um, you know, Cesar would, having had previous similar interactions in the past, would assume it's coming from himself. Um, I'm assuming it would be at least the construction would be similar enough that he'd be able to address the 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 robot part of it and deactivate it or make it stop or whatever. Okay. Um, as you get up close, the the robot actually begins to do this sort of uh, little stepping gyration dance, as if it's you know some sort of kind of the, the for lack of a better term the puppy, mm-hmm. um, the puppy th- 
the puppy dance. Okay. Um, you you cannot figure out how to turn this one off though. All right. Well, as as a consolation to the robot for having completed its task, uh, Cesar will pull out a small oil can and and squeeze a few drops into some of its joints. Um, and then he'll uh, see if he can work on detaching whatever is connected to the back of it, the the tube. Um, the clip mechanism that it's attached, the tube is attached to, comes off extremely easy, mm-hmm. and uh, you don't have any issue with that. Okay. Once it's detached, however, the clockwork creature begins to rapidly disassemble itself. Ah. That's cool. Uh, and there's a sort of puff of puff and smell of something very acidic. Okay. And you can see that as bits are bits are removed, mm-hmm. um, the metal is starting to buckle inward, melt, and uh-huh. dissolve as it's um, uh, pulling things away. And you figure there's probably about a minute before it turns into a, a, a lump of nothing. All right. Uh, quickly, he'll pull on uh, a set of gloves and try to sort of separate the pieces and, you know, maybe set, keep them away from... If, I don't know if he couldn't tell if it's built, that whatever that is dissolving them is built into all the pieces are coming from a source, but try to salvage what he can from from the device, forgetting about the, the scroll for the moment. Okay. You'll get about three fragments. Okay. Um, that can be can be salvaged and uh all all the while by the way he's muttering under his breath. Shit 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 <laughs> Is it not for the record. <laughs> the, the clockwork if they had emotions and this one appears to have some degree of something, you know of course this one seems pleased. Mm-hmm. Um but you, you, you apparently, in your oil drops, have given it its last moments of function. Uh, a just record. Okay. So uh, we will pause with you for a moment mm-hmm. and go back to Thorn. Thorn, you have had the eyebrow of death raised at you by um, Sanitari. Would you like to um, comment at all on the? Eyebrow being raised at you with any sort of right, right. So I will growl at Zanatari like I just did. Uh. Grab her wrist and turn it. Which way do you have it? Do you have it palm facing down or up? Um, probably down. Okay. Well, I turn it palm facing up with the ba- uh, the the blade of the the flat of the dagger against your palm. Um. And just squeeze the pressure point slightly so your hand would kind of open automatically. Um, and with the flat of the blade, flick the spider ring, which is opened up onto the ground, and step on it. Um, you are able to, to do these things. And unfortunately, when you... Um, Raise your foot, you will find that the ring is just simply a ring. Um, that that was the intention. Right. But it, is, it has gone back to the ring. But the spider is still, somehow through orientation, pointed towards Xanatari's uh, rear pouch that has the signet in it. I'm going to very carefully, uh, um, gingerly even, sort of pick the spider up around its body, uh, avoiding the legs. Mm-hmm. And move it further away from Zanatari, like arm's length, until it curls all the way back into its original ring form. Okay. And then um, once it's returned, I like to stick it in a separate pouch, please. A separate one from the others? Yes. Okay. Do you check on the others at all? Um, I would open them, okay. open the pouch to see whether they had adjusted form as well, or whether it was just the 
sheer proximity to the brooch. Brooch. Um, um, the other rings have not activated, but as you um, have been standing near um, Xanatari, they are not splayed out in terms of um, the legs. But they are all neatly oriented towards Xanatari and the Signet. Kind of like magnetism, I guess. Um, if like the, you put them, you put them in a bundle. Magnet plus. You put them in a bundle, and now they're looking like the um, they sort of ordered up. Hmm. So there's a line of three, a line of three together two on the top it would be three by three but they're all the spiders are all facing towards that um i'm gonna see what thorn is doing and and understand what his intentions were and i'm going to back away from him because i am now a bit concerned about the brooch in my pouch i would like to take it out and look at it more closely but i don't want to be anywhere near his rings when that happens um, I'd like to also respond to that and move in the opposite direction, just so we don't trigger any any sort of thing. It's sort of like a, a mutual understanding thing. Okay. Sabre. Mm-hmm. Um, Oddity is afoot, but this obviously crack team of experts, since you have found them... Dun, 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 dun. Anyways, uh... They seem to be handling this oddness quite quite well. Perhaps okay. they are a seasoned group of adventurers. Okay. Um, but so far, you've experienced uh, lightning bolts. Very, very frightening. Galileo, Galileo. Figaro. Magnifico. <laughs> um, Tinsy, and your camera's frozen, by the way. It is? Anybody else? Not me? for me. Frozen for me. Looks fine. Yeah, yeah. it's frozen. Weird. Yep. Okay. Looks it, good. Don't worry about it. I am good. live streaming. Uh, it's okay. I'm good. It's <laughs> okay. You have others. All right. Uh, is that any better? In a sec. Loading. There you go. There you go. Hey. Very good. Any any anything that you would like to do at this at this point uh, before I go back to Cesar? Um, she would probably finish looking at the bodies and then stand up and dust herself off, okay. and uh, kind of edge herself closer to Xanatari and Thorn to kind of see exactly what's going on. Uh, you know, she kind of pads around, you know, being unobtrusive, but kind of looking over and seeing. Okay. <laughs> Cat derail. Uh, that was for Awesomeologist in uh, the channel. <laughs> uh, and just kind of see what's going on over with them. Okay. Cesar, um, you've got the scroll case, or mm-hmm. what I believe it is. Um, any checks you would like to make before opening it, or what would you like to do? Well, just first of all, what does it appear to be made of? It appears to be made of some sort of animal skin. Okay. Is it, uh, like, firm? Is it solid? It's or is it... more on the solid side of a leather than mm-hmm. sort of a soft, squishy case. Okay. Um, and about how... Is it, is it, does it have weight? How, how heavy is it? Uh, there's not much weight to it, um... I'd say maybe about a pound total, but it's a case that is meant to protect versus uh, just handle a kind of a, a, a drag. Mm-hmm. Um, Cesar holds it up to his ear and, and shakes it like a Christmas present, okay. but gently. It sounds like there is one item inside, and it mm-hmm. runs mostly the length of the case. Okay. And it sounds like there is one end which scrapes the inside of the case. Hmm. 
Does there appear to be an easy way to open it? Yep. Looks like a... Uh, says it opens it. Some kind, okay. Inside, there is a single, magnificently constructed crossbow bolt. Hmm. Okay. Let's it, take a... Go on. Did we lose him? Look at this um, looks thing. like we have. There he is. No, he's good. It's kind of kind of flaggy there. Can you restart that, uh, Cesar? I just said I would like to do an Arcana check. Okay. Go ahead. Let's see. Twenty six. Well, if you want to harken your mind back to the days out in the wood woods uh, when the party was running around and you encountered this variant of math magic that uh, Future Cesar employed. This one is some sort mm -hmm. of abstract version of that. The crossbow bolt, you know your daily power that you used the last time, the black powder explosive and stuff like that? You had the specialty, uh, specialty bolt? Yes. This is some sort of bolt that right now, you're not even sure really should be able to exist. Hmm. You don't understand how the probability of this bolt being here, um, it, it really just starts to kind of F with your mind. Okay. For a moment, I'm going to pause on Cesar. Uh, Fabry? Mm-hmm. Or drow, nasty, villainous, scum-sucking bastards who can't be trusted? Yes. Okay. Xanatari, do you happen to remember in the last episode when Krugor happened to mention that uh, he may probably didn't have any sort of contingency spells active? Uh, I just remember him not really having any plans... That's okay. pretty much what I remember. Right. <laughs> um, it, it's good to know that, uh, in this case, um, sometimes the most simplest things are true, and the drow can be lying, scum-sucking bastards. Cesar, are you back? or? Uh, I think so. I hear you. Then I sort of moved on, but let's, let's go back to you real quick. Um, before this gets really confusing. <laughs> I love to edit. Okay. <coughs> no. I'm asking you to edit it. Kind of there. We know it. We know it is. Uh, you kind of get a headache just from trying to figure out how probability exists that this uh, is in your hands. Okay. Uh, but it seems either A, pretty badass, or really just decorative. Okay, so it, it physically, like, just to the untrained eye, looks looks cool or fancy? Looks cool, looks kind of fancy, like the the black that you have for, the the black bolt for your yeah. uh, powder arrow for your daily power. Okay. But it's a lot more or a lot less than um, what it looks like. You just okay. can't out which way that is. It's a really fancy way of telling you nothing. <laughs> That's what a DM's job is. Absolutely. Okay. Anything that you wish to do with this before we move on? Um, well, it can happen in the background. Um, I'll, uh, I'll roll it now. Uh, just another Arcana check to see if I could uh, look at it and figure out if there would be a way I could sort of backwards engineer it so that it's not a, a one-time use and that I could maybe repeat it. Okay. And uh, you can tell me the results later or whatever, but it's uh, 17 Arcana. You don't even know. You know roughly which way to point this thing. Okay. And with how fuzzy the logic is around it, I'm not sure if you need to reverse that. So, yeah, this this one is well out of your ballpark at the moment. All right. Well, he'll uh, um, gather up the bits of the, the robot. He'll... Uh, pick up the case as well and store that away and he'll uh, wander back over to the group with his sunrod and the uh, 
and the bolt sort of still studying it with a puzzled look on his face. While you were away, we kind of determined that, yes, drow are uh, scum-sucking bastards, and that maybe um, Krugor wasn't quite telling the truth uh, before it expired. Um, how do you like those apples? Hmm? Okay. Sabre? Mm-hmm. You're standing there. Nothing is happening to you right now. So, Sabre. Yes. Where you are right now, mm-hmm. nothing's happening to you. It's good. Take I, still, I, I still want you to roll a d20. Okay. But it's good where you're standing. Passive perception. Okay. You're still good right where you're standing. Okay. okay. Are we clear? Yes. You're good. <laughs> Fine. Okay. Move. Okay. You move three inches to the left, please. <laughs> <laughs> Razor, welcome to the show. You've been patient. I'm here. Okay. Good. Um, All right. You've been doing some work over the last week, and uh, do you do you kind of think that the party is has done enough uh, work tonight to um, say hi? Oh, oh, I I hope so. Cause I'm ready to say hi. Okay, well then, then please, in all the proper death before uh, glory of description, um, let's let's take this thing uh, take this thing forward, and all right, have the floor. All right. Well, uh, our good friend Krugor, uh, yeah, he lied to you all. He he did have a little something extra tucked up his sleeve, and uh, Thorn's attempt to save him could have gone so much better. Because if he was still alive, we wouldn't have the problem. Because as he's died, that lightning energy that's stored inside of him starts to arc up and out of him, forming into a orb that is just growing in size right above him at this point. Uh, as this orb starts to grow and grow, it's almost pulsing energy, and then it starts to slowly float away down the hallway that the little robot came from and away from the group, almost tempting you to follow it. Just think of the little robot pass. <laughs> hey. Uh, Thorn, uh, in uh, order to uh, keep you awake, um, there's a bright shiny, a squirrel, if you will. What? Okay. <laughs> Good. Um, anything that you would like to do? It's deadly. It's shiny. Um, oh, no. It's mine. <laughs> gimme, gimme, gimme. Uh, I'm going to roll the deception to say I'll actually save the orb first. Okay. And I'm going to drink cider while you do that. Okay. That's a 37. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You 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 see the orb. <laughs> and uh, the audio cuts out with the. Arrow. Now you just went arrow. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just that's, scared that's the exactly cat and got like clawed in my side. That hurts. You can go back to sleep. Really. <laughs> Stop howling. Oh, All right. Um. Pong Sing said, orb. I'm going to turn to Zantara and say, are you praying at all? As tempted as I am to make a witty sarcastic remark, I will let that pass and say no. Because I'm still looking at the spider brooch that's in my pouch. Okay. Right. Um, With that little tidbit of information, I'm going to go and follow it. Okay. Uh, Cesar, you see Thorn um, take a look at something. Mm-hmm. You wish to do a perception check to see if you see something? Sure. Okay. Let's do that. We'll add 15 to 14 to get a 29. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, you see it. Uh, there's. It's quite impressive. Do I see it rise out of the corpse of my ca- previous captor? Oh, sure, for that roll, yes. We'll, we'll, okay. We'll do that. Um, I shoot it. Or I shoot at it. Whoa. 
Okay. Um, do you have any sort of quick draw skill for your crossbow? Mm, no. No. Okay. I believe that you, since you were working with the other stuff, your hands are full, so um, it would take a moment for you to uh, get your crossbow ready to shoot. Okay. I do what I can in the time I'm allotted. Okay. Um, you might be able to get a shot off, but it's going to be pretty penalized. So go ahead and roll your d20 for a basic okay. melee attack. And we'll go from there. Okay. Wouldn't it be a basic ranged attack? He's not going to use a special bolt. Sorry, nope. the go 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 for the. Sorry, I'm so used to just the basic melee and stuff. But yes, basic ranged. Yeah, that's what I figured. Um, am I gonna cro- Oh god, somehow I see myself going the way of. Um... Are you gonna get shot like you shot Daros? Is that what you're worried about? <laughs> Karma's gonna come and yeah. literally hit you in the ass. <laughs> Could happen. No, I'm. I'm not worried about it hitting my ass. I'm worried about it <laughs> somewhere else. That's kind of okay. Circle of life. It's a uh, 15. Well, the back of my head. Okay. Versus um, AC. The bolt misses the ball lightning. It also manages to just barely miss Thorn. Ah! However, there is a button involved. Oh, no. Hey! And <laughs> a button is pressed by the bolt pushing, shooting into it, and a passageway opens up, which the ball lightning proceeds to deviate and head down towards. <laughs> I, uh, I meant to do that. Okay. <laughs> hey. uh, Sabre, um, the party appears to be doing something, uh, or are you kind of... Did, did this ball... How far away was I when this whole ball of lightning thing just erupted behind me? Um, let's say about ten feet, and it, it looks stunning silhouetting you from behind. Uh, I'm sure, I'm sure it's extra ethereal to go with your extra ethereal-ness. Uh, um, probably a pretty little rock star, but... Mm. And yes, by the way, we're going to run this episode a little long, so we're not going to worry about this for the moment. Okay. Does the ball um, look like... What was that, What was that, lag boy? What? That's not the ball. That's not the ball. It's like... The ball. It's like the robot version of podcasting. It's like the Daleks are trying to read a story. Whoa, suddenly, okay. Enunciate! <laughs> Stop! No! He had to do it. Yeah, she would uh, kind of whirl around and see this gigantic... Huh? Ethereally around? Ethereally. No. Gracefully? <laughs> She's solid. She's not image. It's not a figment of your imagination. <laughs> um... It just kind of look at it like, okay, didn't expect that. And is, I guess, kind of wait and see what everyone ends up doing. <laughs> Always the best policy. Not exactly going to go running after a ball of lightning that just erupted out of a corpse. Okay. Alrighty, uh, Xanatari. <laughs> um... Yes. Wow. How close am I to the corpse at that moment when the ball of lightning erupts? Mm, about 20, 25 feet. Is my back to it? Or am I is facing it? it? Is it? Well, it depends where Thorne is because I'm backing away from him. Mm, it'd be in front of you. Okay. But it, but you, you in, in terms of your skill knowledge, this is an unauthorized use of ball lightning. Yes. One that you did not summon of your own uh, volition. Well, at first I would think that maybe I was some <laughs> yeah, getting some sort of new perception and seeing his spirit leave to the gods and then realize that, no, this is a magical event. I would look to Bert around my head and see how he reacts to that. Bert has no comment and is merely orbiting. Okay. 
And then I would watch the corridor open up and the ball lightning divert and uh, run after it so that I could try to get close to the entrance of this new uh, passageway. Santari, roll a 1d20 uh, sense of dread. 12. You are 60% certain that there is a reasonable assumption that you should have a sense of dread. I accept my sense of dread and continue. Very good. Uh, next episode, we will be breaking out the cards for humanity. <laughs> no, no, we won't. No, we won't. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so you do that. That is good. Uh, Razor, let us continue the... All right. Well, uh, as uh, the ball continues down this little short corridor, it's going to open into a much more open room. Uh, I don't know, is Cesar following also, or just Xantar? Well, you have um, And Thorn. Okay. Uh, there's Sorry, a lot of... Or what, are you, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm, I mean, uh, I, I failed to defeat it with my first shot. I have to get off a second one. Okay. Well, as it opens into this room, Cesar would feel almost at home in the in the workshop area that uh, that there is here. There's whirly gigs and doodads and what's it's on the walls and yes, there's there's pulleys and. Let's pause for yeah. a moment. Xanatari, take us out. Thank you for listening. You can find out more at DeathD4Dishonor.com, subscribe on iTunes, and find us on Twitter at DeathD4. And as usual, Death Before Dishonor is brought to you entirely by listener support. So if you visit Genesee.com, or in this case, DeathD4Dishonor.com, you can see on the right-hand side there are some pretty buttons with different designations that you can click um, and to donate to the show, the maintaining of the site, and other functional items. So if you like this and you're amused by it, please visit DeathD4Dishonor.com and click. Thank you for your support. Please take a listen to the Gray Area Podcast about advice and interviews on relationships between gamers at Genesee.com or SignalsMedia.com. Join us for a worldwide adventure and stay tuned for next week as we continue our travels. This podcast is a part of the Signals Media All-Star Network. For more information on this and other fine shows, go to SignalsMedia.com. It's okay to stick our stuff in your ears. Really?